Hi out there, everyone, and happy Friday. Thank God it's Friday, as some would say, although it's always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. ICYMI, which is in case you missed it, SMB stands for small and medium-sized business. I've been engaged with SMBs in various capacities for over 20 years now, and I'm in great company on Fridays here at talkradio.myc. Hope everyone out there has been enjoying the business-oriented Friday block, SMB love between me, Tommy D on Philanthropy and Focus, Jeremiah Fox on the Entrepreneurial Web, and Joseph McElroy on Wise Content Creates Wealth. Over the last two decades, I've noticed that some of the best thought leadership for SMBs happens on Friday when we feel the freedom of the weekend coming. However, we're so anxious to start the weekend that the crucial pearls of wisdom are often overlooked and they are forgotten in favor of our fun weekend activities. On Always Friday, we take advantage of that weekend freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMB leaders and their trusted advisors. Coincidentally, my last name means free in German, which is a nice fun fact for everyone. We are not just doing a play on words here. There's always a deeper meaning. I'm feeling some freedom. I've got my shades on. Let's get this party started. Today's topic of discussion is, are you good to go? SMBs working in the freight logistics industry during the pandemic, they have seen exponential increases in demand and sales. I've seen it firsthand. This is not limited to trucking, warehousing, and cold storage for vaccines. There's also been a significant interest in the in the um, around the recreational vehicle world as well. RVs, campers, custom trailers, they've moved from the wish list to reality for many, many Americans who are trying to hit the road for vacations as opposed to hopping on flights like they've been used to. It would appear that trend is likely to continue in 2021. So why not be prepared for it? I've been intrigued myself by the idea of hooking a luxurious custom trailer up to my truck and driving across country, but don't tell my wife because she will kill me. While we're on talkradio.myc, we don't want this to just be talk. The goal here is to use the insight on the SMB landscape, take it to create some more impact on Monday. Too often SMBs are focused on the product that's going to solve their problems. Uh, Products tend to change every single day, every other facet of our lives. There is no substitute for surrounding yourself with the right people first and keeping focus on the process that's going to help you achieve the goals. As long as you do this, the right products will present themselves. They always do. Everything begins and ends with the people. So in the spirit of surrounding yourself with the right people, we have a fantastic show for you here today. I'm very excited. Our special guest is Chuck Winslow, CEO and founder of Good To Go Trailers, a veteran-owned, family-operated trailer dealer that you can trust. Chuck was born and raised in Maine. He joined the Marines in 1998 and got out in 2002. He joined the enclosed trailer industry in August of 2002 and has been working in it ever since. Since meeting Chuck, I felt some ways that we are brothers from different mothers. Turns out that he has a total of 12 brothers and sisters between half and step. So what's another brother anyway? Another fun fact, Chuck and his brothers were all born on the same day, two years apart, June 21st, 1975. For John, June uh, 1977 for Milton, 1979 for Chuck. My birthday is June 17th, so slight miss there, but still not too far off. Uh, When Chuck isn't custom designing some of the coolest trailers on the market, he loves coaching and mentoring young kids, making people happy and giving back to the community through volunteer work. Chuck married his wife, Brissa, after 20 days of knowing her. They met on her birthday, July 7th, married on July 27th, and this year will be 21 years. Brave man. Two kids, daughter Lyndon, 12, into theater and cheerleading, and son Brogan, 15, football and soccer player. He maintains a small domestic zoo of four dogs, three cats, and a rabbit. 
and his alter ego of Chuck the Trailer Guy. Chuck is the ideal person to discuss the topic of the day today. And as always, we will hit him with my favorite three questions. Who's your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what's your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it? But uh, on to my take of the day. Sit by my fire pit. It's a little cold out there today. I've always loved cars. I can't help myself. I've just always loved them. Being cooped up during the pandemic is very, very dangerous for me because if left to my own devices, the two things I enjoy to shop for the most are cars and real estate. Well, there's a lot of devices around my house and these days, and I recently did acquire a vehicle that was located on the West Coast. And since I live on the East Coast, I had to have the vehicle shipped. I quickly got an education on what the quality of transport looks like for the money paid. And if you can imagine the standard type of car carrier that you pass on the highway, that is how my car was shipped. And if you can't imagine it, there's a picture for you guys watching out there in TV land. But uh, yeah, there are so many different levels of how what the quality is when you're trying to ship vehicles. When I was first introduced to Chuck and I saw his passion for his craft of customizing trailers, it was no surprise to me that the quality is second to none. I got a picture up on my screen of one of uh, Chuck's car carriers in there. It's unbelievable what's going on inside of this thing. Most people you will talk to, they can relate to a stereotypical, irritating, commoditized experience of buying a vehicle. With Chuck the Trailer Guy, you are getting the people in process that delivers a best-in-class product. There's no doubt about that. Meeting Chuck reminded me of an article that I read that was published uh, back in October. It said, interestingly, while restaurants and airlines continue to be clobbered by the coronavirus, Recreational vehicle sales and rentals are taking off. People have switched their travel preferences to minimize COVID exposure. Travel trailers and motorhomes are iconic symbols of campgrounds in our great outdoors. Meanwhile, outdoor recreation increased once the initial lockdowns to prevent the spread of COVID-19. So before the pandemic came ashore in the U.S., the number of active camping households was increasing anyway and had reached 1.4 million in 2018. In effect, outdoor recreation was social distancing before social distancing had a name. So the industry is hot. Chuck is the man. Aspects of his experience also reminded me of a book that I read a few years back that's called The Education of an Accidental CEO, Lessons Learned from the Trailer Park to the Corner Office by David Novak, chairman and CEO of Yum Brands, uh, also in partnership with John Boswell. I'm going to read a couple of things for you guys real quick from here before we take a commercial break and get into it with Chuck. But uh, it says, taking an unexpected shot at the top. I guess when you change trailer parks 32 times and live in 23 states by the time you're in seventh grade, you learn how to make the most out of new situations, even those that turn your life upside down. PepsiCo's decision 10 years ago to spin off its restaurant group and create a new public company was one of those for me. It had been a closely guarded secret when Roger Enrico, PepsiCo's chairman and CEO, called him, called me into his office to tell him the news, I hadn't had a clue. I was to head both KFC and Pizza Hut. Two of the three restaurant chains were being spun off. I understood why they were doing it at the time. PepsiCo was something of a two-headed beast with all of its restaurants, KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, one, one, one side by side, and its packaged goods brands, Pepsi and Frito-Lay on the other. Wall Street analysts have been talking for some time about the restaurants being a drag on earnings. The thinking was that PepsiCo would do a better in the eyes of the investors if it shed what was perceived to be dead weight. So some changes took place uh, until that, 
basically they formed new companies dedicated solely to the restaurant business and David was chosen to run them. Until that point, the thought of being CEO of a public company had never entered his mind, loved being part of PepsiCo and never interviewed anywhere else during his 11 years working in different divisions, saw himself as a lifer. But besides being president of Pizza Hut and KFC, already had his hands full with more challenges than ever before. Nevertheless, you know, jumped on, believed in jump on, jumping on the opportunities when they came came that way. Opportunity was clearly knocking at the door. Suddenly, he was getting the chance to help create an entirely new public company where he could test all his theories about inspiring people and taking them on the ride of their lives. It was simply a matter of seeing how he could replicate the success that he had uh, at KFC, only this time on a much, much bigger stage. In those days, drew many times on the lessons of a very humble upbringing, which is when he learned the difference between confidence and arrogance. You know that was going to come in handy at this point because David knew that the chance of a life this was a chance of a lifetime, but also knew that it was going to be an incredible amount of work to get the new company to a place where it matched the vision in, in his head. There would surely be a lot of stumbling along the way. Still, couldn't wait to get it started. This little passage reminded me so much of Chuck and his endeavors. You know, after being in the military, leaving, you know, leaving the Marines and going to work in the custom trailer industry for 17 years for somebody else and getting you know, bit by the bug to really go out there and do it on his own. You know, also read something from here that was kind of like an epilogue to the story. Also got the opportunity to start giving back, to begin sharing what I had learned with others. This is when I first began to teach a leadership program of my own devising and taking people uh, called Taking People With You to, to a variety of people at Yum Brands. Yum Brands is the organization David was the CEO of. From first-time supervisors to senior executives, he's now given the seminar almost 50 times to approximately 2,500 employees. So it made me think of Chuck and his work with the community and his volunteer work. But uh, David goes on to say, what I have discovered as a result of how much I love to teach, in many ways, I see myself as the everyman CEO. And frankly, this stuff is not rocket science. But because I've experienced it firsthand, I believe that legitimacy makes people want to learn and listen. Of course, that's the other half of the equation. If people aren't listening to what you have to share, then it's not teaching, it's babbling. I feel incredibly blessed and energized to have been given the opportunity I now have. To, and I also feel the awesome responsibility. I'm presiding over one of the great experiments in business, finding ways to motivate and inspire. Uh, a, a team of almost a million people spread the word around the world while keeping them moving ahead and rowing in the same direction. What the goal of this book is to help people realize ambition, no matter what direction their careers may take them by showing up close and personal, how he's been able to realize on his own. The part about, you know, leadership and doing things on your own is it's this magical moment of light at the end of the day where Everyone gets together in little informal groups and talks about what they've learned. It's a very emotional time. It's like you've made a real difference in their lives. If this book can do the same for you, then it's all that David Novak hoped it would be. I thought it was a great way to get us kicked off today. We're going to be talking with Chuck Winslow, CEO and founder of good to go Trailers, when we come back from commercial break. Stay with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? 
I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin. Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. We speak to people from business, sport, military and politics, all around what makes a great leader. The personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're going to be talking with Chuck Winslow, CEO and founder of Good To Go Trailers today. We're going to kick it off with the method portion of our program. This is the scientific part of the show. What do you do? How do you do it? How do you go to market for it? And let me just kick it off, Chuck, by saying from what I see, man... I, I love what you're doing and how you're doing it. And it's so much more than the stereotypical buying a vehicle type of experience. I know, you know, the custom trailer thing's not like buying a car no matter what, but holy crap, is there a whole bunch of heart and soul put into what you guys do? And also I'd like to say thank you for your service. I came across this picture the other day. I couldn't help it. I said, sorry if my patriotism offends you. Trust me, your lack of spine offends me more. So I thought it was pretty badass. Amen. Great to have you, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, first of all, it was my pleasure, my honor uh, to serve. Uh, yeah, the custom trailer industry, if you want to do it and you want to do it right, you take your time, you focus on customer A before you get to customer B, and you make sure what you're building them is exactly what you're doing because line. everything's over the phone, over Zoom, and they can do it from the comfort of their own home. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I can help them design everything they want. I get drawings. I get, you know, trailer layouts. We use photographs. And so when my customer gets their trailer, it's exactly what I portrayed to them from the moment go. And if I can't do that, then I decide not to do business with that client because I know that I can't help them out. And I'll find someone who can because Chuck, the trailer guy, is not just about closing a deal, selling something. It's about bringing a community of people together trying to help save them maybe a little bit of money so they can go out and enjoy the passion of camping, uh, racing, whatever it may be, having a concession business. I want to help you achieve your goal. And in the end, you can help me achieve my goal by 
helping me build my business, build my brand, give back to veterans, give back to first responders, and really make a difference in my community and the communities around the country. Yeah, no, it's, I, I love it, man. It's you actually. It's some of the discussions that we've had so far. You, you remind me of uh, an architect buddy of mine who I was on a call with earlier this morning. I just remember you saying, you know, you go into such crazy detail with the design of of the trailers, and if it's like something is moved to one side of the trailer, or like a small, small detail is changed. It's almost like you like tear up, tear up the drawing or virtual drawing and you start all over again and reconfigure everything. So it's a perfectly put together mosaic. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I re- restart, but yes, you know, I go back to my CAD guy that I have and I say, hey, customer A wants me to move this receptacle six inches to the right. You know, the other one's voided. We now have to have the customer re-sign it before it ever does anything further. If they've already signed off on their order and they come back and they want to add something, that puts everything on halt. So I make sure that I don't miss that beat for that customer. And yeah, does it put a delay on their order? Maybe a little bit, but do they get exactly what they wanted and they're not going to be mad at the end of the day? Yes, that's what's going to happen. And that to me is the most important part is that my reputation in the industry is that I do honest work. I have integrity. And when I say somebody's getting X, that X arrives at their house when it's delivered to them. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's great for, you know, in an industry that, again, I think most people can relate to some experience, whether it's a car, whether it's a trailer, whether it's a motorhome, RV, whatever, it, people feel like they're having a commoditized experience. And in my eyes, that's always just about the product. Here's my product. You like it. You don't like it. You need a couple of bucks off. Great. Wonderful. We'll see if we can make it happen. But it, when you talk about creating the community of people the way that you do, I, it's, it's almost like nothing speaks to me more than that is creating a community of people with a common purpose, a common thought, a common goal who you know like trust and think each other knows what they're talking about and executing an awesome tangible process to get people to the promised land. And that's, it seems like exactly what you guys are doing. Yeah. I mean, that's to me, that's what it's all about. If you want somebody who you can go into their dealership and you can buy what they've got sitting on the ground and it's hit it and get it and let's go. I'm not your guy. I'm not there. I left that industry. I spent 17 years doing that. And that was fun. I learned a whole lot. But at some point, you have to realize that you offer more and that you can do more for people. And I wasn't able to make a difference in people's lives the way that I want to working there because leadership didn't want to do that. And so for me, I can now go do whatever I want to do because I'm my own boss. And so if today I don't want to work and I want to go and help out some kids and mentor some kids and do something great in my community, guess what? I'm going to do that and I'm going to work tomorrow on Saturday and then maybe Sunday to overcompensate for what I needed to get done. But I need to be able to go do that as well because that's who I am as a person and that's what my business brand will always be. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it hits home so well with me. I mean, you know, talking about SMBs all the time, you know, very often it's it's more of the custom tailored suit discussion versus the you know suit that's on the discount rack in the outlet mall or whatever. It's this isn't something that you're going to get off the rack. It's that you, you're you have such passion for what you do, and the folks that you're really trying to appeal to, and that you know really going to going to love this concept. They're the ones that are passionate about what they do. So if they really want to go on vacation, they want to tour the country, they want to grab their exotic car and take it with them. They want to grab their race car and take it to the Indy 500. It's like, it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, 
they enjoy just as much, I think, as I enjoy putting it together, going through the process. It can be painful sometimes. Let's not lie about it. Right. I mean, because there is a lot you've got, you know, you've got guys that really want this thing particular because they've been racing for 15 or 20 years and they've done this over and over again. And they're like, you know what? I'm 60 years old. This is going to be my last trailer. I've got 10 more years of racing in me and I want to make sure it's exactly how I want it. I don't want what somebody's got sitting over on the lot. And again, if you do, I'm not your guy. You know, you know if you want a custom built trailer, I'm your guy. If you need that trailer right away, I'll help you find it, but I don't have it sitting somewhere. If you need a trailer right away, contact me. I've got friends across the industry from 18 years in this business that I can reach out to and find you a trailer and get you taken care of. And if I can't do something for you, I'll pass you off to somebody that can, because at the end of the day, you're still going to remember I took care of you in a customer service way, maybe not in a product way, but I still took care of you the way you felt you needed to be taken care of. And you're going to remember that and pass my name on. So it's not always about making that green dollar at the end of the day. It's about building relationships because the rest will, will come. Just may take some time. I think a lot of what you just said is why I think of my architect friend and you in a very similar light is, you know, architecting, crafting the right solution for a client, customer, you know, prospect, what have you. It's it's almost like building a house with this. You know, you think about how the, like the tiny house nation has, you know, tiny house movement got crazy flight in the last like five to 10 years. You know, now with people trying to really get up and go and do things on their own terms and feeling the cabin fever of COVID, it's almost like a tinier tiny house nation is here's the passions that we want to pursue. We want to build a, you know, a, a tiny, tiny house to go pursue them and make sure we can take some stuff with us. Yeah, I mean, some people can't afford, right? They they put everything into racing because that is their passion. They've been doing it since they were kids. They did it with their dad. They did it with their grandpa. And um, they want something that they can go to the track. If wife or girlfriend or kids want to go, they want to have a living quarters in the front so they don't have to buy or pay, I'm sorry, pay for a hotel room. They want to stay at the track. Their buddies are there. And so you can build an all-in-one exclusive trailer that is a living quarters in the front, a garage in the back. Mom's happy. The kids are happy. And dad's racing or vice versa. Mom's racing and dad's happy because he gets to play his Xbox and hang out, drink beer, whatever the situation is. Some of those memories that these people have at the racetracks are memories that will last them for generations. And it's the trailers that I design and build that are able to help these people build those memories and build those long lasting relationships that maybe they wouldn't have because maybe they couldn't have gotten to the track because they didn't have a way to get their car there. And so maybe they weren't able to do what they wanted to do and do what they wanted and do what they loved. Yeah, no, absolutely. Talk to us a little bit more about, you know, building the community of people. I, I know that in the racing circuit, I know you put, you know, your logo and your branding out there, you know, for folks and, you know, hey, if, if people like what they see and like what you do and how you do it, you know, refer them over. And I know you, you do try to take really good care of the people who are thinking of you and make them part of your community. You've built a crazy following on social media in a couple of short years. I don't know if you started building it years ago when you were working for someone else, but you got a lot of followers for what you're doing. It's uh, clear that, that people are latching on. So, Yeah, so um, I believe that everything, you know, they're in racing sponsorship is key. And, you know, for some businesses, they can fork out a whole bunch of money and get that return. And that's great. And maybe someday, God willing, I'll be there. But right now, it's all about grassroots. It's all about reaching out to the people that I want to serve and the people that I want to help and provide products for, whether it be trailers, whether it be accessories, whether it be 
this brand new GPS tracker that I just brought on three days ago that you'll be able to put in your trailers or if somebody's a hunter, they'll be able to take it in their pocket so their loved ones know where they're at while they're hunting. So that's something I just brought on. Whether it's something like that, um, I offer all of that to people um, and just, I don't know. I guess I lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> Hey man, it give, me the que- give me the question again. I apologize. I lost my train. <laughs> no, of I actually I- like where you were going with that. The GPS tracker thing. You know, I you know I've been doing a lot of work with freight logistics businesses as well. You know, trucking companies, warehousing, cold storage, etc. And it's it's something that I've seen them you know want for you know people who are driving for them and all that, making sure that things are on track to get where they're supposed to be going in particular times, you know, but yours is almost like a little bit more of a, of a personal thing. It's, you know, it's like the, the trailers, you know, families are in them, prized precious possessions are in them. You know, it, it might even be good with like, you know, commercial property and casualty types of insurance brokers as well. Like some of these discussions, I feel like it might, there might well, be yeah. some opportunities. If you have a, if you have a uh, trailer, you've got a car in it, most likely, or you've got your landscape equipment in it, or you have your business in it. If you have a mobile business, it's in there, right? So if you're sleeping and somebody comes over and decides they want to take your trailer, don't you want your phone to go off and tell you that your trailer's moving and you want to figure it out before it's gone and you've lost everything? I see on social media all the time, people posting photos of, if you see my trailer, if you see my truck, well, let's solve that problem. Let's put a GPS tracker on there for less than $200. You can have a GPS tracker on your vehicle, on your trailer, and know where it is at all times. School buses, police car. I mean, I can do them all. And that's the thing. So Chuck, the trailer guy, brings a little bit to the community. That's not just a race car trailer. There's more to it. I'm working on my own line of accessories. That's going to be hopefully coming out in 2021. I'm trying to provide more to the racers, more to the end users of my products. So that way I can become their one uh, stop shop for everything. Um, quality pricing, quality materials, and A1, you know, rated uh, customer service. Love it. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with the madness of Chuck Winslow's life, CEO and founder of Good To Go Trailers. Stick with us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. You know you have it. The potential for a more rewarding life, a life that matters. But how do you get there? The answer is in a best-selling book by the coach of the successful and wealthy, Ken D. Foster. The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Awaken Your Hidden Genius and Transform Your Life. With this powerful yet amazingly simple daily guide, your future is in your hands. You will be empowered to unlock your potential, bring out your true gifts, increase your wealth, and take your life and business to a new level. Get your life-transforming copy of Ken D. Foster's The Courage to Change Everything by going to couragetochange.us. That's couragetochange.us. Quite frankly, there's no other book like this. 
Imagine what your life could be like if you had at your fingertips the success principles to create the life you've always wanted. Are you ready to live your dream? Go to CourageToChange.us. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Chuck Winslow, CEO and founder of Good To Go Trailers. We're going to get a little bit into the madness behind what Chuck does. This is more the observational part of the show. Stories that Chuck sees on the front lines. No subject too taboo. Anything goes. I'll just kick it off by saying, first of all, I love your shades. Uh, plenty of madness well, I going figured on. I had to go into the madness section with shades on. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's only fitting, right? It's My whole right. life is madness. That's why I start the show that way and if uh, anybody out there here's my nine-month-old puppy parking barking his head off i apologize for that but uh plenty of madness going on in the past year chuck very likely to continue are people asking for the same things that they always have from you just with more volume now or have the requests just become crazier and crazier due to the pandemic and the need to escape from home um i don't think that i've seen anything over this time differently. And I think it's because of how I geared toward, I geared my business uh, this year. I've strictly focused on uh, racers, you know, dirt track, circle track, uh, sprint car, car or sprint cars, racers, and not really more on the off the wall, crazy custom stuff. Now in my past, I've done, I've had requests for stripper trailers. I've had mobile oil changing trailers, um, medical trailers, um, Ones that we're going to bring in like those um, super cold machines that uh, you go into for athletes and stuff. I've had those ones for pods. So a little bit of those weird things. But I think the stripper trailer would have been probably the funnest one to build, but it never went through. (laughs) Yeah, and I can't really say I disagree there per se. But what about the medical trailers? One would think that's heavy, heavy demand for something like that right now. It is. I'm not. Going up into last year, I wasn't in a position to really focus on that because it does take a lot of energy. And I was focused on more trying to build my brand and build my uh, community around me. And eventually, I have the knowledge to do that. And I can do that job tomorrow if I wanted to. It takes a lot of my time and a lot of my efforts. And being the only person in my business doing everything for my business, I don't want to shy away from taking care of my other customers because that would take so much of my time and effort. No, certainly understand that. You want to deliver a world-class experience no matter what. But uh, we, we will definitely revisit that topic some point in the near future. I have some uh, folks out there setting up medical facilities that they might really actually want to talk to you. But um, Yeah, I have a dream to build, put them in states like here in Indiana. I live in Indianapolis. I service the entire you know, the U.S. that can build for me. But here in Indianapolis and in Indiana, I eventually want to get with our leadership and provide mobile medical units in areas that are maybe – you know, 45 minutes or an hour away from a hospital that somebody has to travel along with mobile produce trailers uh, and things like that. So we can service uh, the less fortunate communities around us to try to build those communities up and bring opportunities to them. Um, And maybe, you know, save a life or two if we have some medical trailers that in case of an emergency, somebody could go to and then hit an ambulance there 
instead of trying to drive straight to the hospital and, and maybe not making it. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I guess that, that sounds like a, a phenomenal cause to go after. And there might even be a, a, you know, another bigger concept there of a, you know, not-for-profit portion of, of your business that could, you know, obviously you start a new business. It's a, it's a for-profit pursuit, no matter what, but you know, so you, I know somebody in your position, you, you know, big thing that you've talked about is being able to do stuff for the community, do stuff, you know, volunteer work wise. That's, that's a phenomenal cause. I know, Plenty of folks that would that would love to hear more about something like that. So we got all kinds of fun follow up we could we could do from here. Um, you know, go back to some of the the fun stuff. I mean, the stripper polls might get a little bit racy. I like to keep things you know not as explicit as you know some other aspects <laughs> of life here, so it makes it into the you know the more popular forums. But I love cars, man. Talk to me about some crazy car stories and, and toys that people wanted to put in their trailers that they customize. I mean, as far as but the car, I mean, I've had guys that well, I got a customer named Brandon Wilkerson. Um, I sold him a trailer at my old uh, job and he and I still keep in contact. Um, if I need something hauled, I'll give him a, a call. He hauls, but he mostly specif- or specializes in custom trailers or custom cars. Sorry. So like you remember, I asked you yesterday, we talked, was it Brandon that brought you that car? Because <laughs> every day, sometimes twice, three times a day, he's got, you know, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollar cars loaded up in his enclosed trailer and he's heading from you know Maine to California and you know everywhere in between. It's just amazing the cars that he hauls in there. Um as far as what I've seen, I mean it's just, you know, there's some people their cars are too wide. You can't get them into a trailer. So you gotta build half enclosed, half open so they can get their car on the open part. And then maybe they want to live in quarters in the front. Uh, there's some guys that their cars are so tight going in they can't even get out of them. So you got to custom build certain doors for them. Um, and that's something that the entire industry does. It's just, it's fun working with those guys because their cars may be so unique. So if you have somebody with a, uh, a Lamborghini, for example, uh, that is, you know, a unique car because it's so low to the ground. You have to have specific, you know, opening for them to get out for it to swing up. So spending time with those guys is kind of fun because you learn a lot about their car because one thing you learn about car guys is they love to talk about their car and, <laughs> If you're willing to learn and listen, you can learn some really cool things from somebody, you know, if that's a client and just allow them to talk about it. And then it helps me understand their passion for their car and why they do what they do, which allows me to be maybe a little bit more passionate and about what I'm doing to make it perfect for them because they describe just the perfect thing that they're going to put in there, whether it be their car or their Jeep, uh, their, you know, drag motorcycles or whatever it may be. I mean, that's. Uh, I, I wish that the car that my car that I got was as exotic as some of the things you described. But uh, it is to me. It's something that was on my list that I always wanted. But it's uh, you know, it's got, it's got a big special place in my heart. But I'm definitely not not quite there to the six figure vehicles yet. But I'm I'm working on it soon. Uh, I'm not, again, don't tell my wife. Uh, what's like a, a portion of you know what surrounds the custom trailer industry that that maybe you haven't really you know scratch the surface of yet that you're like dying to get into is there anything like really really niche and specific that's out there because i feel like i could think of all kinds of crazy things that would fit into this category is there something that you haven't done yet that you've been like i wish somebody would say i want to design this uh yeah so i've never done one and maybe somebody else has but i want to do a mobile gym um for my local you know i think that having a mobile gym where you, depending on weather, you know, they have all these new machines where 
you know, they bolt to the wall and you could have a stage that falls down where they could have equipment that rolled out for, uh, you know, for lifting and things like that. You could have people inside. Um, you could use the, if you did a gooseneck, you could use the gooseneck area uh, for instructors to stand. So there's a lot of different things that you could do um, with a trailer, but I think a mobile gym would just be absolutely cool to build. And because with COVID, my thought behind that with COVID is go to a community and say, okay, I'm going to be in your community Monday, Wednesday, Friday, from here to here, book your appointment. And you and your girlfriends or you and your, your buddies could go lift and they could come right to your house. And you don't have to go to a gym. And so, and then a gym owner could use a monthly fee, just like they normally do for a brick and mortar, except for now they're hitting communities and they're going to where the people are. And with, again, with COVID and who knows how long it's going to be, it might be a great way for them to start bringing the revenue back and, you know, having both maybe brick and mortar and mobile or, you know, just going mobile if you're a personal trainer that wants to reach a community a little bit more. Uh, that's that's awesome, man. I, I The first thing that where my head went to is yeah, every, every Wednesday I do a chiropractic stretch with uh, my buddy, Dr. Mike Brandon. I interviewed him last year and uh, I, I just I think of him and his team and his you know, approach to doing things. And it's like, you know, chiropractics, integrative health and wellness, physical therapy, you know, et cetera. I, I see that as, as being awesome for that type of business. If you're able to set up like the kind of lab that they work with inside of a, inside of a customized trailer, that, that might be a oh, blast. That, that you can do. That's easy. Yeah. That is, that is completely easy. I did a military command center last year and I promise you it is I mean, it had like 3,000 pounds of wiring alone in this thing. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. So I've done mobile medical units before, like what you're saying, where you walk in, it's an office, you come in, there's a sitting room, and then down here, there's a, a, a door you walk through and you got your chiropractor table and they go through everything. Yeah, that's that's easy to do. I can do that kind of stuff in my sleep. I've been doing it long enough. Um, but those are the types of businesses I personally think in today's world need to branch out of the brick and mortar and really focus on how do I get to my client. It's by calling Chuck the trailer guy and saying, hey, help me design something to get my business to the next level and reach my community more. I mean, e- even just like the, taking the dog to the vet as I, you know, I quiet down my nine month old puppy that's parking upstairs. Um, you know, I, there before the pandemic started, I had seen a trend of mobile grooming, mobile veterinary services, et cetera. I mean, now it's just to go to my vet's office, which I still lovingly do. It's a whole freaking process that's even more complicated than it ever was before. So, you know, you're at home, you know, trapped at home pandemic wise, everyone's got dogs, people who never had dogs have dogs now and other pets, you know, to have a mobile veterinary, mobile grooming, mobile everything relating to pets is it's like it seems like why the hell would everybody be doing that? Why not a mobile clinic that you pull up to, you know, you can put on. You know, we're going to be at the community housing community X, right? There's all these housing communities and you can say, we're going to be at community X on Monday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come get your annual shots, come get X, Y, or Z. And people don't have to go X. you bring it to them. What about taking mobile COVID and taking COVID tests? If you want to get COVID tests out there and take them to communities and having people sign up within the communities and getting, I mean, there's so many opportunities that you can do with a trailer if you're willing to sit down and try to figure it out now. I always say this to my clients, as long as it's structurally safe, we'll figure out a way to make it happen. But if it's unstructurally safe, I'd rather turn your business away than put out a product that you're going to come back to me and tell me that I provided you with subpar, you know, a product that you weren't looking for. No, 100 percent. And again, like going back to recurring theme of discussion of the experience of buying a vehicle, very often a 
a stereotypically negative one for people out there. You know, that's it's, it's a good, warm, fuzzy feeling is that if it's something that you don't believe in, you're not going to you're not going to stand by it necessarily. Whereas others would just go, hey, we want to get this off the lot. Here's, here's the best deal. Take it. And people jump on it just to save a buck. So I, I love where your head's at. We're yeah, going to take a short I mean, commercial break. Yeah, go ahead, man. Let's go. Quick, no. one quick thought. Yeah, I mean, it's if you want to take the time, you want to do it right, and you don't want somebody else's thought, and you want your own thought, and you want to build your own dream, then I'm, I'm the guy for you. Call Chuck the Trail Guy. I'll take care of you. Absolutely. We're going to take a short commercial break. We're going to be back with our last segment, wrap things up with Chuck Winslow, Chuck the Tra- Trailer Guy, CEO and founder of Good to Go Trailers. Stay with us on Always Friday. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Always Friday with me, Stephen Fry, your SMB guy. We're talking with Chuck Winslow, Chuck the Trailer Guy from Good to Go Trailers out in Indianapolis. We're going to get to the messaging part of the program before we wrap it up and pass the microphone over to Jeremiah Fox on the entrepreneurial web. If you guys like SMB Talk, stay with Talk Radio NYC. We got two more shows that go right along the wavelengths of the SMB world. So, you know, messaging what weekend insight can people take away from monday impact chuck i know that you believe very strongly in transparency consistency honesty the same way that i do you know taking care of the people first building the right community but you know give give us some some pearls of wisdom for the weekend that everybody can really take to heart and and really put into action come monday morning and not drink it away over the weekend well i think 
the message for when it comes to looking for a a trailer or any trailer accessories or anything that you need to look for someone you can trust. Um, no matter what kind of business you do in today's world, you better be able to trust the people on the other side because we're doing so much from across, you know, across the country. There's no more borders. You know, it doesn't matter that I'm in Indiana and you're in New Jersey. It doesn't matter if I'm in Indiana and you're in Maine or, or California. What matters is that you can trust me. You can believe that I'm going to help you. And if I can, I'm going to find somebody who can. Um, Chuck, the trailer guy, again, is not your only exclusive to building custom trailers. If you need parts and accessories, custom doors, custom cabinets, if you bought a used trailer and you need financing, I got you. If you need shipping on that trailer, I got you. I want to provide everything I can because at the end of the day, every time you do business with me, you're helping me give back to veterans and first responders through selling trailers, through selling parts and accessories. That is just my financial way of doing what I love, which is giving back. My business is my way to allow me to provide financial uh, support to the people who are out there that are veterans that are trying to race um, or that like the HVAF of Indianapolis, I donate, I do clothing drives and food drives. Last year, I think I did 10 or 12,000 pounds of clothing and food. I donated to them. Why? Because there's other people in need and I'm teaching my family and the community around me that you can have a great business, that you can do it the right way and the ethical way. And you may not get to the top as fast as you wanted or as fast as the other people around you. But when you get to the top, you'll be able to smile, you'll be able to look to your left and right and know that the people around you are doing it for the right reasons because they believe in you. I mean, there, there's so much good stuff in what you just said there. Like, I, I, I hate to single out little pieces of it because it was all just magic. But one thing you said really hit home with me, and it's, it's again, a concept that really differentiates you over the masses and your peers is, you know, the trust and credibility of, hey, listen, if I can help you, I'm going to help you. If I can help you, I'm going to connect you with somebody you can. Like, that's the product that I'm always after. As, you know, I talk about people, process, and product. People, to me, is sharing stories, getting the story from the other side of the table, me sharing stories. You know, process is providing perspective. Everybody's got a little bit of a different perspective, not one right or wrong way to do everything. And then in the end game, the product is creating connections, whether it's with what I have in my arsenal and my stable of solutions or what someone else has in their stable of solutions. And as long as you can keep that kind of mantra, it's, it's, it gets harder and harder for the experience to go in that negative direction. And that's just, it's a big core makeup of my being. And it's, it's awesome. I feel like you've, you've shared every step of the way since I first met you, which was not very long ago. Yeah. I'm an open book. Uh, You know, if, you either, as my wife will say, you either love me or hate me because I am an open book. I'm straightforward and I'm honest. It's the East Coast way of living. It's the way I was raised. Uh, but you you see what you get, and that's just how I am. And you and I, we are brothers from another mother. I truly believe because we have a lot of the same beliefs that if you just do things a certain way, everything else will fall in place. Um, you know, I, I make the joke of I went from making a whole lot of money to working at my kid's school during the pandemic to help bring in some financials for my family while trying to build my business. And for me, it's been amazing because I've been able to work with kids, mentor kids and still do what I love, which is my business. And it's just been the best of both worlds. And I'm also branching out and meeting people and I'm, I'm creating opportunities for my business by working there and doing other good things in the community. Other people are seeing that. And then that good stuff comes back in droves and it's just been truly amazing.
Yeah, I'm definitely, you know, in conjunction with you, focused on all the positives that come out of this weird way of living that we've all gotten far too used to over the past year. But, you know, I, I have to look at some major silver linings, which is I might not have met folks like you. I mean, well, maybe ultimately we would have gravitated towards each other. I do believe in stuff like that. But I think that we found each other a lot faster and had these great discussions as a result of the pandemic and doing things a little bit more remotely. So I can't tell you how much I appreciate you being on the show today. Uh, We're going to have some fun now and go back and revisit my three questions. Who is your favorite movie or TV show character? What's your favorite movie or TV show? And what's your favorite musical instrument and the artist who plays it? I do believe that personal fun questions like this do make everything a little bit more personal and make the community a little bit stronger. So without further ado, the first uh, answer to these magical questions, uh, favorite movie character james emmanuel levenstein also known as jim from american pie so (laughs) (laughs) so chuck said that when he was younger he was kind of the spitting image of jason biggs and uh i i just could help some of these pictures even borderline inappropriate i I can't help myself i'm sorry man it's it's just too good so yeah and and i I don't know if i told you this but uh, any opportunity i get i do like to insert myself into the fold so there's uh, me sitting on the couch right next to you there. So. As long as there's not an apple pie, we're good. <laughs> no, I just figured I'd save everybody the pain of a destroyed apple pie in this mix. But uh, favorite TV show character that, that came out of the woodwork? You know, I, I like multiple answers. I like to have fun with this. So Sal from Impractical Joker. Sal Miranda, that's his last name, right? So the, <laughs> the, the best part about this when I'm talking to Chuck is that Chuck does have a vague resemblance to Sal and he has gotten kind of labeled as Sal out in public. And sometimes when he's with his friends, they kind of just play it up like he is Sal and then just start screwing with everybody, which you know how much that, that, that tickles me. So I like that. (laughs) When was the last time that happened, man? Uh, 2019. Yeah. January, uh, December of 2019. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were obviously. at an event. We were, my buddy Cody and I were at an event, and he likes to tell people I'm Sal, and he likes to post on social media that he's hanging out with Sal. And some <laughs> guy thought I was Sal, so he just took it to the to the ump degree, taking photos with this guy, telling him to take selfies with me. It, 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 and the guy started following me around. It just got crazy. <laughs> you can have part of your social media following be a Sal fake out type of thing. It's not bad. Hey, but if Sal wants me to come on Impractical Jokers, I'm down for that. You know, <laughs> I don't know why, but I believe you. So there, there's me ready to party with you. So, uh, you know, uh, the overwhelming favorite TV show character that, uh, that, that Chuck told me about and uh, also leads into the favorite TV show is uh, Mr. Hank Voigt from Chicago PD. Uh, love, love things that are centered around the intelligence unit. I always, I always like the method behind the madness. But, uh, yeah, you know, you being a mil- military folk, you do look like a fairly badass version of Hank Voigt, I must say. But, uh, again, couldn't, help, couldn't resist going right alongside of you in the Chicago PD room right there. So, oh my God. I mean, this, I haven't gotten into it yet, man. I'm so far behind on TV series. The last thing that I well, – I did binge watch um, The Boys recently, the Amazon series. But uh, before that, the last thing I feel like I really truly binge watched and was excited about was Breaking Bad, like forever ago. So, yeah, very very cool. Me in the squad room with you guys. But uh, this great stuff once again. Uh, going into the musical instrument and the artist who plays it, we were talking about the voice and none other than Mr. Garth Brooks. And I got to say, you, you make a pretty good Garth Brooks as well. I got, you know, let's say I've, I've got friends in low places. 
Oh my god! <laughs> now that you're hanging with me, <laughs> but uh, not oh, not bad hilarious. at all, my friend. You said a couple of great answers, great great facades, good put on the persona. But uh, some contact information for you: g two g trailers dot com is the company website. Uh, I've been told if you guys put slash uh, Friday F R E Y D A Y, you guys might actually get a little bit of a. Uh, Special consideration with Mr. Chuck, the trailer guy. Uh, phone number, email, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. You look up uh, G2, G2G trailers, good to go trailers. Also, Chuck, the trailer guy. You will find all reads, all roads lead to Chuck. Chuck, I can't tell you what a pleasure it's been to have you on the show today. Thank you so much for joining us. How's everything out there in Indianapolis? Is it freezing out there? Uh, we're getting ready to get like five to seven inches of snow, depending on uh, what weather track you see. So I'm excited to take the kids out, hook up the tube to the truck and haul them around the neighborhood tomorrow. <laughs> it's kind of what we do. It's a tradition in my house every year. We look for that one snowfall and then we do it real quick before we leave. The only thing I want to say is if you're interested in becoming a brand ambassador, if you're interested in promoting my business, you're interested in getting the ground roots. Reach out to me at Chuck the Trailer Guy on Facebook. And I'll get you all the information and show you how you can make money, help and promote me. And we can definitely build a community together. Awesome, man. Coming up next week, we're going to talk about how to up-level your LinkedIn game. There's my man, J.D. Gershbein, sporting his favorite word for 2021, up-level. Topic that's on my mind, also on the minds of others out there. Definitely time to put our best digital footprint forward. Thank you once again for joining us on Always Friday. We hope you gained some weekend insight to make a Monday impact. Have a great weekend. And definitely stay tuned for Jeremiah Fox and the Entrepreneurial Web right here on talkradio.myc. See you next week, everybody. at www.talkradio.nyc now broadcasting 24 hours a day Hi, I'm Graham Dobbin Join me every Thursday evening for the Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc We speak to people from business sport, military and politics all around what makes a great leader the personal experiences of what's worked and, maybe more importantly, what hasn't worked. So, that's 7 o'clock every Thursday evening. The Mind Behind Leadership here on talkradio.nyc. Listen to real stories of real leaders. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey, all you listeners looking to boost your business. Why not advertise on Talk Radio NYC with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply send us a message on our website, talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19-related employment laws? 
Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower.